welcome to the Unfiltered Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Laura, and my lovely husband, Landon, is sitting right beside me here. And today on the podcast, we are talking about breaking the mold. And what I mean by this is a lot of the time when coaches get into the industry, we have a stereotype or an assumption about the role that we are going to hold in the industry. We have an idea based on what other people do and how other people build their businesses, what it's going to take for us to be successful. And what we have seen is that there's a big trend in our industry away from the stereotype. And so I really want to dive into this and give you some good actionable takeaways around how you can break the mold for yourself and start to pave your own path. Yeah, I think this is going to be really, really exciting. And it kind of makes me think of a conversation I had with a potential client regarding a uh, a water cut for a diet. So she reached out to me and her boyfriend needed to drop 30 pounds in the next month. Yeah. And it essentially just kind of led me down the road of saying, just because things have been done a certain way for so long doesn't mean that's still the best way to do things. Right. And that totally, as soon as you said, you know, breaking the mold... Just because things have been done a certain way as personal trainers for so long doesn't mean you need to just try and fit exactly what's being done currently. So I think mm-hmm. this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, when I when I came up with this topic, I was totally picturing the in-person coach, right? I was just thinking back on all of our years of hustling and grinding and, you know, hanging our hat on the 15-hour days and the weekends worked and the, the little sleep and, you know, living our lives for our gym and for our clients. And it just makes me shake my head because it didn't have to be that way, but we just fell into the mold of a personal trainer. But I think it also applies in the online world. You know, the online world is changing so rapidly and you see new ideas emerging all the time about how to run a business. And it's just important to understand that there actually is no right way. You know, you can you can create your business however feels best for you, and we'll dive into that later. But I think the biggest first takeaway is just identifying what assumptions you have when you're entering this industry. What assumptions do you come into it with? What stereotypes do you hold? What biases do you have? And really challenging that, because just because one coach works 15 hours a day just because one coach takes clients at all hours of the day doesn't mean you have to right what feels good for you would be my very first question absolutely i think that you know when i came into the industry the biggest thing that i thought was we have this idea of what success looks like as a personal trainer right And success looks like having a full schedule, being booked all hours of the day, and just having a steady stream of referrals coming in all the time. And that's what we identify as success. And I think that's the biggest mistake you can make as a trainer or as a coach, is that when you identify your schedule as success, as soon as you don't have a full schedule, 
you identify as not being successful. And right. that right there, that is the biggest mistake you can possibly right. make. Right. That's a huge mindset shift that a lot of coaches need to go through because defining success on so many other levels other than just even just financial even just other than their schedule how many clients you have you need to understand that feeling fulfilled in this industry and really coming out of it feeling like you've created a life for yourself expands so much further than just how many clients you service in a day right and I love your point on you know, that's exactly it. You come into the industry and I need a full schedule. I need to work all hours of the day. That is how I'm going to be successful. It's almost robotic. And it's, it's like dinosaur age to think that way now. You know, I think our eyes are being opened with the expansion of the online world, but there's still a lot of coaches stuck in that mentality, even online. Yeah. It's, it needs to change. And I think that, the the bias that a lot of people have towards things is leading the industry just to be broken mm-hmm. and there's so many people that are that are preaching the way that things should be and it's all based on a few key people within the industry that started doing something mm-hmm. and then we identified them as the gold standard and everybody just started to emulate what they were doing. Right. And now everybody is just following suit and following suit and following suit. And we see it all the time. People that are just trying to do what everybody else is doing inevitably all end up at the same spot. Yeah. Burnt out, unhappy and looking for a change. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think that's so important. I mean, on that same note, it's just, looking a certain way in your life, looking a certain way in your business, looking a certain way online, looking a certain way with your friends and your family. Like we are trying to fit what other people tell us we should. Right. And I think that's just human nature to fit in, to belong. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that necessarily if it feels good for you, but I think they're le- that's leaving a lot to be desired. You know, there you're not giving yourself the opportunity to really question it. I'm kind of making it sound cultish. <laughs> question it. Question it. Does it align with you? Do you feel good with that schedule? Do you like working all hours of the day? Some coaches really do. Like some really do. I think, you know, they, they look happy. They look energized. They look fulfilled. Maybe on the back end, they're not because I looked that way too. At least I thought I did. But ultimately, what feels good for you? I just recorded a podcast earlier today and we were diving into this exact topic. Like understanding what fulfills you feels so intangible. And for the men out there, you know, it's hard for them, I think. For me to sit here and say, what does your heart tell you you want? Like, follow your heart. Don't follow what is financially going to be feasible for you, right? Because we're just so trained to think work harder equals more success, equals more money, equals more freedom. But that equation is so fucking broken. Like, it's not even funny. Freedom is not at the end of that equation, right? I believed in that for so many years. I hustled and grinded and worked harder thinking that was going to bring me more success, thinking that more money because of that success was going to set me free. Like freedom is not at the end of that equation. An anchor is at the end of that equation, right? So if you want freedom, 
you need to start with your life first. You know, how do you want to live your life and then be okay with breaking the mold, going against the curve and maybe setting boundaries for yourself? Maybe saying no to clients at 5 a.m. if you want to sleep in or go to the gym yourself. You know, getting clear about what will empower you as a coach and then just putting those blinders on and not worrying about what other coaches around you are doing or saying, really. Yeah, and maybe maybe Coach X that was the first one to you know pave the way, that's probably what lit them up. And that's what led them to do it. They loved doing it. They were trying to help everyone just achieve the results that they were like, that's just what they loved doing. Yeah. And then the next person tried to do it. And then the next person tried to do the same thing. And then as the further we got removed from that, you know, not everybody entered it in and they were like, oh, this is what I have to do. <laughs> yeah. You need to, the biggest thing is you need, when you enter in the industry, you need to look inward before you looked outward right we hear so much about people talking about getting caught in comparison and it starts so much before you even get to that realization it started when you got into this industry and tried to do what someone else was doing right you screwed up right at that point uh... you first needed to look at went why am i doing this Mm -hmm. what do i want What do I want my life to look like? What fulfills me? And that is what we are trying to do. This industry is fucked. And we've literally seen people be like, we've seen it. (laughs) And we understand that you need to look inwards first. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people, they need to hit that breaking point first. And that's okay. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, the only way you're going to realize sometimes if you like something or not is by doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the only way you're going to come to that realization. But people are just, a lot of the time, they're too scared to change. Yeah, this is such a good segue into my next point. I was actually literally just watching a Tony Robbins video on YouTube about this. And he was talking about perfectionists and high achievers and what they're really afraid of. And I thought it was genius, and I've never thought about it in this way, but it's so fucking true, where... Coaches are high achievers. Coaches are perfectionists at nature. I don't think I've ever spoken to a coach that didn't hold themselves to a high standard. And I don't know why that is necessarily. Maybe it's because we're leading others. Maybe it's because we're helping others. And because of that, we feel like we need to. We need to be perfect. We need to show up. But what he, what Tony was saying, Tony, my friend Tony, <laughs> what Tony was saying was perfectionists are more afraid of jumping in on something and not following through with it. Not that they failed, but not following through with it to the level level that they expect that they should be able to, than they are of staying exactly where they're at. You know, and so this fear that we're talking about with coaches, I think it's so applicable to breaking the mold and taking risk and, and changing the path for yourself. Because if you don't, you're just going to stay exactly where you are, just like everybody else. You're just going to be another robot in the chain. You're just going to continue to go through the motions and you're going to fall in line with every other trainer before you. So figuring out why you want to live a different life in this industry, why that's not going to fulfill you is so important 
You have to understand why, especially if you're a perfectionist, because if you don't, that fear of jumping and not showing up to the level that you expect yourself to is going to paralyze you. And when you're living an okay life, it's really easy just to say, yeah, I'll just wait for one, like one day, one day I'll do that. It's pretty fucking easy until you hit rock bottom, until your back is against the wall. And then you're forced to jump, to, to, oh my God, leap, jump. What am I trying to say? <laughs> when you're forced to jump, right? But you don't have to wait till you get to that point. Hitting rock bottom is a really good wake up call, but you can jump before then. Yeah. And you, you typically, there's a lot of signs that yeah. pop up when you're on that path. Yeah. We, we lived that for so long. Yeah. And I can relate 100% on so many levels that it is so much easier. Like we're, we're perfectionists, 100%. I can agree. That's why trainers are, they're always trying to take more certifications mm-hmm. and more certifications and more certifications because they want to try and be perfect until the point where they're getting so many certifications that it doesn't even fucking matter. They're learning shit that does not actually help their clients create transformation. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like you're not a fucking doctor, like take it easy, relax. Yeah. But it's so much easier to not do it because we're so scared that if we cannot master that next thing and we don't have that assurance of success on the other side of that risk Mm -hmm. they just keep doing what they're doing and it's the biggest mistake you can possibly make because just doing what everyone else is doing living in mediocrity living this okay life when you were destined for greatness Mm -hmm. you were in this to help people transform their life yeah you wouldn't let your client settle for mediocrity so why are you yeah lead with an example to your clients. Show them that you are willing to take a risk so that they can see that and then be willing to take a risk on what they're doing so that they don't just keep living that mediocre life. Well, you know what? It's a lot easier to just not start my diet because I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do it 100%. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start after the holidays. Yeah. There's so many parallels between what we do and what our nutrition clients do. And so often I see coaches taking the role of the client that they hate and the client that drives them fucking crazy. (laughs) I know. That's so funny that you say that. I completely agree. I think there's so, the the more I coach other coaches, the more I see the the similarities between working with a coach and working with a nutrition client. They're like the exact same. It's not even funny, you know, because the fears that your clients have, the fears that they go through, the the ability that they feel like they're lacking in reaching their goals, the reason why they're working with you, you have those exact same fears just in a different box, just in a different mold. You know, you're afraid of failure. You're afraid of judgment. You're afraid of not showing up as your best. Like you said, that's why you keep getting certifications because that's elevating your status in your eyes. You know, that's why you put yourself in situations where you're stacked with clients because in other people's eyes, you're the go-to trainer. Your status is elevated again. You know, I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Steve Larson. He was talking about something that we all seek is status whether we admit it or not, you know, it's one of those core pillars that a lot of us 
seek out through different means, right? And that's one of them, acquiring knowledge and not actually applying it. Acquiring um, clients and clients and clients and not really living your life and not realizing that that's the path you're going down, right? Because working 16-hour days and 60 to 80-hour weeks is status. Yeah. Because then you can use hashtag hustle and grind and, you know, nothing against Gary V. I believe you need to bust your ass. Yeah. But there's more to life than that. Yeah. Or you need to be able to dip your toes in that and then realize what truly fulfills you and then go down a different path. Yeah. Because you know what? There are some people that can completely function doing that. Yeah. But if you are listening to this and you can ask yourself, is getting five more sessions a week going to make me happy? Is anything else going to change? Is that truly going to make a big difference to Mm -hmm. me? And if the answer isn't yes, then something needs to change. And it's likely because you are just blindly following down a path that you don't even know why you're on. You have no idea where you're going. Something is just missing and you need to fill that gap. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. I have nothing to add to that. I think it's just so important that we all become more self-aware in that way and understand that there is no wrong answer. I think a lot of people are afraid to even think these things because they think it's wrong. It's like, if I think this way, I'm not going to be successful. Like, look at that person over there crushing it. I want to be like that. You know, and you have to understand that there is no right answer. There is no wrong answer. There's just you. There's just you and how you feel. And it's okay to admit that to yourself. Even if you're scared, even if you don't see the right way through it, admitting it is the first step and understanding that you're going to be okay. You know, trusting the process, trusting yourself, believing in yourself and what you're worth and the life that you're worth and understanding that you are in control. You're in the driver's seat. You're not just a pawn. You're not just a robot that needs to go through the same steps of moving from personal trainer to maybe owning a gym to shifting online to like the the logical sequence that we all go through, right? <laughs> in air quotes, that's just our sequence. But, um, what I mean is like, just get really clear about what path you want to take and how you want to be living your life. And like you said, if it doesn't feel right, something's not right and you need to address it. And that's okay. It's okay to live in that. Yeah. Because change is okay. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast today and it was uh, Alec Sharfin and Steve Larson speaking. And they're, they're both marketer. Um, Alec Sharfin is, I believe he has a, a podcast called Momentum. Mm-hmm. He's, he's brilliant. And they were talking about, Steve was saying to Alex about how he feels like he is just constantly evolving. Yeah. Like there's always something new. And Alex said, that is what entrepreneurship is. Yeah. And, you know, just to, to break it to you, If you are working as a personal trainer and not employed by your gym or you're working as an online coach, you are a business owner. You are an entrepreneur and you are going to be in a constant state of evolution. And if you aren't, you you are doing your clients a disservice. We're constantly evolving. So you need to be willing to take that risk and understand whatever you do, you may not be in that forever. You may try online coaching and you may not like it. You may shift 
You know, it might you might be doing phone call check-ins with your client and shift to email or vice versa. There's no set way to do things. Mm-hmm. You know, your what lights you up and fulfills you and the way you want to coach is going to be different than me. Mm-hmm. It's going to be different than all my clients. And that's totally cool. And people get too caught up with, just like we said, trying to fit the mold of what everybody else is doing. And you need to find what works for you. And you only do that by first being willing to take a risk. Mm -hmm. And second, understanding that you're going to try something and you might not like it. Yeah. So many times I'll have, you know, one of our private clients say, you know, what do you think about this? And it's like, hey, let's do it. And I have them with the understanding of it might not work. Mm -hmm. You might launch a product and nobody fucking wants it. And that's okay. Because that is just as valuable feedback as doing something and it being successful, if not more valuable yeah because as we can just the way that we want to understand where we should be going and what we should be doing we also need to understand where we don't want to go and what we don't want to do that's just as valuable so you need to be willing to take a risk you need to be willing to venture out into the unknown take a leap because if you don't you're just going to stay on that treadmill and you know you're likely not happy and i am sick and tired of seeing people that are just not happy anymore. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You know, we were when a few weeks ago when we were uh, in Scottsdale with our friend Mike Milner, he was telling us about a study that was done on, I believe it was like happiness or fulfillment. It was happiness, yeah. And it was done in the the era of pagers. So some of you listening might not even know what a pager is. <laughs> but they had people, they had their pager and they would page these people and they would have to reply with, you know, how happy they were at that time. Mm-hmm. So it would be, they might be driving or they might be at the gym or they might be, you know, getting groceries. They might be at a birthday. And it literally, they came to the conclusion, long story short, everybody is a seven. On average, yeah. You know, if something bad happens, you're a one and then it comes back up. You know, you get fired, some family crisis, you know, somebody passes away. You drop and then you come back up to a seven when you're, everything stabilizes. Something really good happens, you go up to a 10, you're on vacation, you get a promotion, but you come back down to a seven. It doesn't matter what's happening. It doesn't matter, you know, how much money you're making. Everybody was a seven. And if you want to change that, you need to focus on where you're going and what fulfills you, Mm -hmm. not how much money you're making. Because research has shown time and time again that making more money does not make you happier. I was even reading an article, they did a study on people that retired in their 30s and it led to them being depressed and unfulfilled because they felt like their life no longer had purpose. So it's showing you that making a shit ton of money is not the answer. Mm -hmm. So maybe you want to be a personal trainer. Maybe you don't need 60 fucking clients a week. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're totally fine with 20. Yeah. But just because that isn't a six-figure earner, it doesn't fucking matter. Because if that allows you to live your life and do the things you want to do, then that is what you need to chase and be unapologetic about it stop caring about what everybody else thinks and just do you Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day the people that you are chasing and comparing yourself to don't give a shit about you yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) good rant i mean i have nothing to add to that i think that's perfect i think just understanding that you have choice and that 
happiness is the number one thing that you need to focus on when you enter this industry and not lose sight of that, not get wrapped up in the comparison game, the hustle, the grind, and, you know, get so far into a hole that it takes you months and months to pull yourself back out. Like start the game off right, lay the foundation first, reach into yourself and understand what it is that's going to fulfill you. And then from there, you can build a business. If you do it ass backwards, you're going to have to backpedal. You're going to have to go back and build that foundation eventually. Otherwise, you're not going to last and you're going to burn out. Right. So I think ultimately the biggest takeaway here is that we need to do some inner work before we do the outer work. We need to master ourselves internally before we worry about strategy externally. And that's the big gap that we're seeing emerging. And it's the gap that we're trying to fill. If you want more information on how to start to fill that gap, you can head over to catalystmasterclass.com. I have a free training up on there where we can dive into um, the biggest mistakes that you're making in your sales and social media strategies and how the biggest difference between confident coaches and the ones that just can't quite figure it out. So head over to catalystmasterclass.com and we can walk you through some of those action steps. Absolutely. It's, you know, you hit the nail on the head. We need to look inwards first and it sounds woo woo and a lot of people are going to just want to dismiss it, but we speak from experience. We have achieved what would be success in multiple realms and we've pivoted because we've found not being fulfilled at the end of the end of the line multiple times and that's okay because our biggest realization as business owners and coaches mm-hmm. is that we're not afraid to change mm-hmm. we know we will figure it out and we're not afraid to try something and fail because that's feedback that's knowledge that's tuition that's only going to bring us closer and the more times we fail the faster we fail the closer we're getting to the exact life that we want to live and the closer we get the more money we make mm-hmm. and that's the beautiful thing so if you're just starting out head on over to catalystmasterclass.com Start off right. Start off by doing the work first and building your business properly. And if you are an experienced coach, it's no shame to do it because it doesn't matter how long you've been in the game. Mm -hmm. If you skipped all those steps in order to move forward, you have to take a few steps back, address the foundation before you can move forward. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing that we can leave you with. So thank you again so much. We'll link everything up in the show notes. And uh, we've got some pretty neat stuff coming out in the next little while here where we are actually teaming up to work with people privately because we see this gap and we know that we can fill that. So if you're interested, make sure you reach out. But uh, you'll be seeing some announcements coming out on that soon. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great day. See ya. Bye.